hey there, you're an all-star. Get your game oh, on. Fuck. Go Why? play. I've done that one before. I'm sure, <laughs> but like... <laughs> Why not? Why you're not? throwing me off. Why not? I, I can... I don't know. This That's is, not even the part of the song that everybody likes. What like, is the part? The, the opening, the very iconic somebody. Dude, once told me yeah. the world was gone. No, but like, don't continue. <laughs> don't continue past somebody. Like, that that opening word is like, if, like. I am not the sharpest tool in the shit. That should just be on a soundboard, and that's the only exposure to that song we need. Wait, I'm going to cut that entire song up on the soundboard. Fucking just please one don't do that. line at a time. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't Brad, like okay. it. Brad's like, I'm going to quit you. I'm going <laughs> to no. quit you. I'm going to quit you. Uh, I'm, I'm getting a text all of a sudden. We've been canceled <laughs> mid-record. A first in the history of voluntary podcasting. Oh, Insane. man. Emergency podcast. All right. They, they, yeah. We're, we're not. All right. they're, they're cutting our paycheck for, for side talks. It's done. It's all done. that money that was rolling in. I'm Rachel Morgan. I'm Corey Kraft. What's up, ding dogs? And this is a podcast. Oh, and it's podcast. A- Shout out to all the kittens and Corey heads out there ah. in like in radio land. Beetlejuice in the house That's over right. here. We talk about movies. Let's do that now. Okay. Attention, please. So, music segment. Music, music, music. <laughs> I have a question for y'all. Go. All right. So, you know, we had an argument last last time around about bradley cooper's performance and maestro that's right i didn't love it Mm. thought it was over the top i thought it was a good caricature but i didn't it was it just seemed to me i don't know i was like i was watching bradley cooper not like i was watching somebody transform into another person and so i was just curious music related biopics or biopic however you prefer it tomato tomato who got it right and who's gotten it really, really wrong, in your opinion? Like, is there is there a biopic out there in which somebody's played a famous musician and really, really knocked it out of the park and gotten it right to you? For you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, here and there. Like, we've, we've talked a lot about Coal Miner's Daughter on this podcast. I don't think... I think that's probably a good one, yeah. I, I don't think it'd be hard to say that's one of the better ones. Yeah. My answer was going to be none of them, which is I why know, right? I don't really watch musician biopics. It's really, I think it's so, so tough. So, like, I, I think that's a really good point that maybe, you know, Sissy Spacek and that, playing Loretta Lynn works really well, even though she doesn't look like her, right? Not like, she, much, she right. sounds like her, but she doesn't look like her. It's not, it's not transformative in regards to, to aesthetic goes, but I, I feel like the essence of Loretta is there, right? Yeah, maybe I'm thinking of it for, as a musician, like mm-hmm. being a little, yeah. like a little too inside. <clears throat> but yes, I can think of like that example. I can think of people, actors that did a good job portraying a musician. Yeah. But as far as the the movies, yeah, yeah, like it, there's nothing more painful than when they try and like show the stu- recording studio experience of right. making a record or a song. It's such bullshit. What's the worst you've seen? Or does anything come to mind as just being like really, really off the charts bad? Well, I mean, the one that I'm thinking of um, that sticks out isn't about, um, I mean, it's fiction, but like, I'm not saying it was a terrible movie, but remember that movie Once? 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Dude, when they go into the studio, yeah. I was just like, it, I mean, I haven't watched it since the first time I watched it, but just even thinking about it, I, I physically kind of feel like I'm cringing right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's That's, just like- well, just the whole, I mean- Sorry, but that whole film sure, sure, cr- sure. cringy as hell. I love that oh, movie. Oh, wow. Wow. Very, yeah, very, very much. I don't remember hating that movie, but I do. I mean, that sticks out in my brain when they went in the studio. I was like, this is complete No, yeah, bullshit. it's it's a fantasy <laughs> right. entirely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, but, but that director, John Carney, he kind of makes songwriter fantasy movies where characters are just like, we, we're going to sit down and work out a song, and then it's just going to be an incredibly polished piece of work within, right, right. you know, five minutes of screen time at the most. So, which at that point, like, I mean, my compliment, I mean, my criticisms aren't very good ones because at that point, I would just rather watch a documentary, right? And yeah. that's not what it is. You right. know what I mean? It's, it's still, I mean, it doesn't feel authentic to you, right? So, yeah, most of them. And don't. I think that that's that maybe if you're not a musician, somebody who's never been, you know, that maybe it does feel like maybe your perception is like, oh, that's what it's like, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I wonder how you would feel about the film I used to be darker, which is which isn't a bio, biopic. Okay, but it is it is it has a musician kind of thread in Bent it. I mean, they it. they are musicians in the film, and they're actually played by musicians. Okay, and there cool. is a bit of a like relationship between people who play music together, and there uh-huh. is a bit of like, I it's not really it's not like they go into the studio, but there is a bit of like songwriting kind of stuff that happens. Sure. So yeah. I wonder what you would think about that. That's one I'd, okay. I'd What's be it called again? It's called I Used to Be Darker. Okay. It's a I'll little it little film. I okay. mean, it's a great film. But it's a little film. Sure. Um, but like last like last days, that is to me that's doesn't feel like Kurt Cobain. It right. Last days is you know Kurt Cobain while not being Kurt Cobain, right? Like that yeah, character. Sure. Never, there's a lot of that's like Bette Midler and the Rose. That's, sure. You know Janis Joplin, but it's not Janis Joplin. Right. That, right. That, so so I give Last Days a little bit of latitude for that. I, I find guess. that like it's so clearly the I know, house, the it's woods, just a little the, like, abstracted. I got gotcha. you. Which is you know one reason I like that movie, and it's another reason that I like Todd Haynes' I'm Not There so much, right. which is entirely mm. ab- abstracted. Right. They're not trying to get it right. They're right. not. But I, this is where I might argue with you. Uh-huh. I think Gus Van Zandt might be trying to get it right. I think he might be really trying to look, <laughs> I mean, hence the title, right? I think he might really be trying to say, well, this is what Kurt Cobain was dealing with in the last days of his life. And Maybe. I think that's, I, it, that doesn't seem to me from, from, you know, from what we know and from having been alive, at least when Kurt Cobain died right. and, and be and like listening live to Courtney read the letter and to the, you know, she the whole thing. Him. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Um, anyway, or did El Duce? That's the question, right? Did she hire El Duce? Um, yeah. Anyway, I, it did, that doesn't, didn't strike me as his last, you know what I mean? And right. it didn't strike me as Kurt Cobain. So that's one of my sort of top offenders because okay. it just feels like I'm watching mm. somebody play a Sims version of Kurt Cobain. Right. If that makes sense. Even though I appreciate that you like the film, but yeah, I really like that movie. I mean, look, like if we're, if we're going to talk about this, we kind of have to talk about how much the Academy Awards loves music biopics, mm-hmm. which is part of the reason, like, they are kind of so out of fashion sure. and kind of stodgy. Uh, but, you know, you compare something like, I don't know, Jamie Foxx and Ray uh, to Rami Malek and Bohemian the, Rhapsody the, or something like that. Okay, least, please right? tell me that you were putting um, Rami Malek on the downside. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. Because, like, Jamie Foxx is a charismatic performer who knows how to do music. Yeah, I was about to say, I've only seen that movie once as well. 
it's not but a great I, movie, but it's a. But I, I feel like he did a really. He good did job, a really right? good job. Okay. Yeah, he's really good in that movie, which is as paint by numbers a biopic as they come. Yes, absolutely. Just like Bohemian Rhapsody, but the difference is Jamie Foxx is actually singing and performing, right. and Rami Malek is lip syncing, and yeah. it just. I mean, the disconnect there is too much to overcome. I don't think Rami Malek is terrible in that movie, but I don't think it's a good movie at all. And he's also not as good, I think, as oh my he's gosh, heralded as being. It's no, not a good performance. Yeah. It's it's almost that's where I'm just like, what? Are, what's wrong? Like, what am I? Are we watching different films? Right. Is how I feel oftentimes. I'm, I'm trying to think of just a super transformative performance and just nothing comes to mind because it's always going to miss the markets to a certain degree. And I, I think this is his basic comment is a good one. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this is also a film being made while Loretta Lynn's still alive. Right. Right. With the help of Loretta Lynn. With yeah. a lot. And I mean, I would say that Jessica Lange's okay as, as Patsy Cline and, and you know, similarly and, mm-hmm. and same kind of era of filmmaking and sweet right. dreams. But you know, again, she doesn't really look like Patsy. No, no. And she's Jessica Lange. I don't know. You never, you never unsee the Jessica Lange in it. I do think <laughs> right. you unsee the the Spacek in it. I yeah. do. Yeah, I agree with that. So I don't know. I'm, I mean, it doesn't. It's, I would love to see somebody set out to actually do one and not do. I mean, I agree with you. Some. I think the better ones are the ones that are like riffing on something, right? Yeah. Like yeah. the like the Bob Dylan stuff, right. right? Like who is the best Bob Dylan? Maybe Kate Blanchett. Probably right, yeah. Like if the most accurate uh, Hall of Shame entry, real quick. Yeah. Uh, for this and many other reasons, Kevin Spacey playing Bobby Darren in this movie Beyond he directed Beyond the Sea in 2004 <laughs> when he was already like 20 years older than Bobby Darren. Jesus. Um, he just <laughs> wanted to be a lounge singer uh-huh. in a movie. Um, and it happened. And Tom Hiddleston as Hank Williams in I Saw the Light, which is a really, really bad I don't movie. even think I knew that existed. Don't that. look into it. Okay. It's not good it. okay. at all. Well, um, how old is it? Uh, like, I don't know, maybe about 10 years old at this oh, point. Oh, really? Okay. Um, but the fact that you haven't heard of it speaks volumes yeah. because well. it's not good. Uh, lots of really kind of lame performances. In music biopics, some Sounds of which like were nominated we're not for really Oscars. Fans. We're really not, but I think because they're not done that well. Is I can it, be convinced by a one that is trying something. Like yeah. like Elvis, sure. like Baz Luhrmann's oh, Elvis. No, 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 I can no. be convinced no, if no, no, it's no. trying something new. Go right. home. And Go okay. home. Even yeah. if that new thing in the case of Elvis might be viscerally repulsive to some – even though I like it because it's Boz Lerman just going full fucking confetti. Um, You know, at at least it's trying to do something different cinematically with that. And Mm. it's just the, the paint by numbers filmmaking in addition to this, the tropey story that I really can't stand like that Whitney Houston biopic from a couple of years ago. Didn't even see it. We we played it, but didn't even see it. It was terrible. I think her smell is pretty good, but it's not, it's not like you could say like that's, kind of Courtney love, but I don't, I don't think that's what Alex Ross Perry is actually doing. I, I think, think he's so. doing some, some kind of amalgamation, maybe like right? a velvet goldmine type thing yeah. with, where it's just like, it's kind of this person, a mixture of this person and that, that person. person, some riot girl. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, the rift between you guys on the Elvis one kind of makes me want to see it. Cause I would love I for you to see watched it. anything since like, I mean, what came out more recently, walk the line or Ray? walk the line but one year like that's right. still okay. 2005 that's when i kind of like gave up on yeah. music yeah. biopics so. you should see it it's okay. different and it's fucking terrible 
fucking terrible. Okay. And also, that's, and not cold, all, that's not Elvis. And melodramatic and kaleidoscopic. And it's, you know, like it or, or not, it's Boz Lerman going full fucking crazy person. Okay. We should, okay. you should watch it and we should revisit this conversation. Right. And let me ask you one more thing before we wrap up. And that is, is, is there a film that comes to mind that where they get the in-studio stuff right? I mean, is there anything where you really feel like that experience has been captured, even if just in its essence? Okay. I'm not talking about the movie. Sure. But I do remember, and it wasn't like perfect or anything, but I do remember in Walk the Line the whole situation with Johnny trying to get into the studio, into the studio with uh, what's his fuck, and getting to play one song for him, mm-hmm. playing right. something that's just so played out and watered down, and then he does try to play something of his own, which is a ballsy move in those kind of right. situations, and it working out. Yeah, right, like. That was always the story. And I felt like they portrayed that pretty well. Okay. Because it wasn't like, especially with the musicians being kind of timid. Right. It wasn't like they were like, yeah, gotcha. They were kind of like looking around like, what the fuck is happening? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like that kind of stuff is more real. I I feel like a lot of times those studio type situations, or even sometimes the songwriting situations, they gloss it up too much. Yeah. Have you seen that that sketch uh, from I Think You Should Leave? Uh, we've now seen every episode. Yeah. So oh, the, the yeah, yeah, bones totally. are their money. Absolutely. <laughs> so are the worms. The bones are their money. Yeah. yeah. It's the best. Well, we're gonna I have to think more about it though. Yeah. yeah. Let's redux. Let's once you've seen all of us, let's get okay. back in and, and let's do it. And I'd love to hear what you think. Awesome. What's this shit? I try to do it kind of in the style of we didn't start the what's this <laughs> shit. Oh my god. We get, well, I thank should, you so much. For I'm that. gonna do a version of that where I just list some of the shitty films we've done before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now that I want to hear, well, I'm going to do it. I Put might even record it in, a, in, in advance, but anyway, I say I spared your ears. Okay. Yeah. I'm being kind because I, I already played it. that song for you earlier today. So yes. it's terrible. Okay. I'm going to describe this film. I watched this very quickly. As you know, okay. you stepped out for a second and I watched a clip and Oh boy, this looks, it looks terrible. Great okay. movie. Got it. Um, I'm going to, so there it's a, it's a high school it's it's kind of twilight lit, but I'm gonna let you know it's not twilight. Okay, okay? but it's twilight lit. This is definitely feels like, a, and, you know, like somebody looked at that film as a in, in a pitch deck and was like, oh, that's so the look you're going for. Probably from that era, early 2010s, kind of, mm, like later, young later, adult. Later, and as a matter of fact, I will tell you that it feels like the the it, even if I I do know the the year it was released, but even though even if I didn't, uh-huh. I will say one of the kids walks in to the classroom with a toboggan on that would tell me it's late 2010s, if you know what I mean. Okay, gotcha. So young young woman comes into high school classroom. There's another young woman. They're sort of looking back and forth at each other, and one of them looks tired, and it's twilight lit. Yeah, and and so there's some like you know tense music playing too and then toboggan guy comes in sits down and the one girl kind of calls to him like tom or whatever tom you know she's trying to to reach out to him and the camera pans down and his arms kind of beat up his little nasty bruises on his arm i know what this is what are they about to discuss a viral video that they watched on their fucking phones it's possible yes but in this particular scene they're about to dissect an eye there's some eye dissection talking but i think you're on the right path what is this is this rings no, but this is that's so close. You got it wrong. Oh, bummer. So, so let me finish, okay. and I'll give you one more chance, okay? okay? Because this is this is as as you might suggest by guessing rings. There it's seems a there's a movie. lot of yes, there's a lot of stuff that fits this this bill, right? So anyway, so yes, they're about to dissect a, a an eye. That's what the the whoever they pulled off the street to play the 
instructor is telling them to do. Okay. And it's like scalpel goes in and then it cuts to like moodily lit street with a car driving down it. I can tell you that when I was searching for clips, what I will, the other clue I'll give you, and then you're either going to get it or you're not, is every clip I looked at, I was like, oh, we're just in the woods. Now we're in the woods again. Then we're in the woods again. And now the woods we're in again. The woods. So, so it's not the bye bye man. No. <laughs> I love this though. I love that do we're just laughing at the. Do you give up? No, I don't give up. Are there any more details you can give That's me? That's it. Other than I'm they're in the woods, so many, and they dissect I, an only eye. Only thing I will tell you is that you're guessing really well. Oh, like these are really. Gosh. I, I kind of want to give you at least like is a it, fraction of a point. I, I, I've seen these movies, but I can't remember which are like. Yeah. Teens in high school, or which are like young twenty somethings. Yeah, so I gotcha. thinking about rings. Rings was set at a college, not a high school. Yeah, this is a high school. This the is definitely bye bye man school. is a college situation. This is definitely high school. Um, truth or dare? But we've no, done but that already that. on this. I love that. No. Fuck. I. Mm, this is gonna piss me off. Is it that movie Countdown about no, the but, killer app? No, but this is so good that we're going down this road because I mean, this just have you goes seen to show- Countdown? That shit's bad. If you could believe it, no, it's not about even- a killer app. Not even probably bad movie night bad. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. It might be a bad movie night not, pick for Not you. like the Bye Bye Man. The Bye Bye Man, for sure. Top bad tier movie. bad movie night movie. Is it? Or yes. is it just dolls? No, it's fucking crazy and stupid. Okay. Um, real fun. They'll eat that up probably though. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I don't call think, it, I don't think I'm going to get it. I don't think I'm going to get it. Okay. This is 2018. This is Slender Man. Slender Man! God damn it! <laughs> I not, did see this shit too. Not Bye Bye Man. Oh, Slender this Man. movie's terrible. This movie's <laughs> barely a movie. Now, I, this would be a good bad movie night too, if you could see what the fuck was happening on the <laughs> in, in any given scene. That's it's, what, the woods are just dark, and it's just like rustling. Like whoever the sound designer was, just like got out that one box of leaves. It is, and just went at it time and time and time again. Genuinely, visually incomprehensible. Yeah. Like. What is happening in the frame at any given moment once the Slender Man stuff starts happening? Oh, God, this movie sucks. Dude, I would I would bet you $100 that uh-huh. if you went and looked at that pitch deck that there are, there are definitely screen grabs yeah, from Twilight. Yeah, yeah. Twilight yeah. screen grabs are definitely in that. That's yeah, and, you know, the color it's, palette. It's doing the same thing that The Ring did, and, and obviously I went, I guess it's sequel Rings, but like that, that very like – the twi- yeah, exactly. The twilight thing, the faded sort of gray. Blue. Everything's got blue-ish a blue. Everything thing. looks like it's improperly color balanced. Yeah, yeah. White balance. So oh yeah, it's all like that when you can see what's happening, which is not as much of the movie as you would like. Well, you lost. You lost when you saw this film the first time. I and you know. lost again when you couldn't remember it. So sorry, dude. Thank you. Jinx. You ready? Let's do it together. Okay. Well, well thank, thank you, you for listening. so much for listening. Side talk. To Side Talks. <laughs> that worked out so well. Yeah, we We're nailed it. We're your own personal cinematic Stanley Cup and Yeti Cup. Oh, yeah. Uh, All right. Y'all but know about the Stanley Cup. I've told you about it. It's it's the, the hockey the hockey trophy. Am I right, everybody? Am I right, hockey yeah, fans? But really, I'm seriously ignorant of this okay but it's being sold at target so i just need you to know let me let me because i got a little backstory on this okay so yeti cup was like the christmas gift that everybody wanted from the you know from the whatever 
Homewood moms all the way down to the, like the six year olds. It's a thermos. It's you a, just want a you thermos. You know, it's a, you've seen it. You've seen it. Yeah. But but the one that is everybody's really like waiting in line, waited in line for, and is like gone. And you can look up on eBay. They're selling now. Like you can get one for three fifty. But there are people who are listing them, and I don't understand the rhyme or reason of us when you can buy one for three fifty. But there are some listed at like eleven or twelve k. I'm sorry. I thought you said eleven or twelve thousand dollars for a fucking this human thermos. race isn't going to make it past twenty twenty four. You guys, it's not. Well, we knew the, that. It's an election year. The one that they want, the one that they want, is this Valentine's Day edition that's like a pink and a red Stanley Cup that is a evil mashup of Target, mashed up with Starbucks, mashed up with Stanley Cup to sell this fucking Valentine's Day Stanley Cup that people are losing their shit over. Yeah. Who do we think is going to win the Stanley Cup this year? The the Penguins? The Man. Penguins? Man. I don't know any other hockey teams. And so there's videos like... The Mighty Ducks? The Mighty Ducks. <laughs> there's... there. Oh, gross. There's videos of people like dropping their Stanley Cup and, and like it'll get a dent in it and they drop to their knees and cry. You know, this kind of thing where it's just like... Yeah. One woman's just crying because it got dirty. It got dirt on it. It got dirt on it? it you can wipe on the it. dirt off. Anyway. And if you can't, it doesn't fucking matter at all. Ding, ding, ding. Because this is a TikTok trend that everybody's going to forget about by the time actual Valentine's Day comes around. Well, I, 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 I heard like a friend of a friend basically said, hey, I got one of those things for Christmas and it's actually, it's great. Like it's insulated and it's great. And I'm really, she's like, I'm embarrassed to use it on like a Zoom meeting. You know what I mean? She's like, I want to drink out of it, but it's like super fucking embarrassing. Friend of a friend. Rachel uh, Morgan yeah. noted pink Stanley. I, bitch, <laughs> I wish I had gotten a fucking Valentine's Day Stanley Cup because it would it would definitely pay my HOA fees. Wow. Yeah. You know, three three twenty for this thing, on, I'm telling you. Anyway, um, we'll be, you know, jump. Like a Cabbage Patch doll made sense to me at the time. Like people were scratching down each other's faces for this thing. But I just, a, a, this mug thing, I don't know. I mean, again, at least it. it has utility, even though they're refusing to use it for its designated purpose in large part. I guess so. I guess so. Which is a drag. Well, Corey, you teach at a high school. Are these Yeti cups being drug around the yes! Alabama School of Fine of Arts? Of course they are, but they, the students actually drink like water and shit out of them. Well, you've got to compliment somebody if you see a pink or a red one. You yeah, gotta I mean, let them know that you that you know give them their props. I'm gonna like <laughs> screech at them like Donald Sutherland at the end of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, just like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you know, reach in your pocket and pull out a knife and be like, "Bitch, give me that Stanley." Wow, oh. I like to be employed. Right. I don't um, know. 11K goes a long not way. Not gonna mug one of my <laughs> students. <laughs> Okay, so the biggest question, most important question that's been asked, much much more important than this Trump stuff that's going on, uh-huh, uh-huh. is are you going to be the Stanley Cup or are you going to be the Yeti Cup? I'm the Stanley because I'm trendy as it. fuck. Go for it. Everybody's for like, it. look at that man keeping up with the latest trends. You got it. You got it. You win. Yeah. The latest trend I'm following, not getting a haircut. <laughs> I need one. Me too. The last two hair appointments I set have been interrupted, first by me getting COVID, second by the world freezing. So don't lie. Second, because you had to get in line at Target for your Stanley Cup. Well, it just keeps my drinks so So cool. So nice and icy. Oh, thank you for listening to the Stanley Cup Side Talks podcast. Sponsored by Target and Starbucks. Guys, my ex has some, like, is actually, like, 
kind of high up and not like target target but like in the state yeah I'm going to see what I can figure out here, guys. Wow. I mean, seriously, that's a sponsorship right there, Brad. Yeah, yeah, if Target wants to partner with us for an exclusive Stanley <laughs> design, the Side Talks <laughs> Stanley. Brad, you should get us cups and lock them up, and we can only drink out of them while we're on air. Hell yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. They come out. They get unlocked from a cage just for us to sip water while we're recording. I am thirsty. That would be nice. <laughs> I, need a, I need a nice ice cold stanley cup nothing else is gonna do really um thank you to boutwell studios thanks so much brad you're welcome and uh if you want to have a refreshing beverage and see a film why don't you come do that at the side nice transition cinema thank you uh you could visit us online at sidewalkfest.com that's where our showtimes live and that's where you can buy your tickets you can also follow us on social media at Sidewalk Film for the latest news in what we're showing. Um, we've got the zone of interest coming up uh, as of this recording. By the mm-hmm. time you hear this, that yep. might be playing. Um, that tipped for Oscar Gold. We'll see if uh, Lady Oscar comes a courting on uh, Tuesday morning of next week as Can't of wait. this recording. Uh, I feel like uh, you're going to want to see the zone of interest, even though it seems like a real bummer. Uh, with us so. and just come see something just we, come see I, something. I think i will tell you looking down the barrel at the uh-huh. next couple of months i think you kind of can't go wrong we got do a lot you know of good what i mean there's up. a lot of stuff coming down the conveyor belt um can we talk about the special directors thing that we've got coming yeah i think up? we mentioned it last time but um we're gonna we, show a bunch of david yeah. lynch movies in february david lynchuary yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to show, I don't think we've selected, have we selected yeah, the titles? Yeah, so we're going to do Blue Velvet. Sick. Uh, by, thanks to Corey Kraft insisting that that one be of one of One of the best them. movies ever made. Mulholland Drive, which is another favorite of yours. Another one of the best um, movies ever made. One of my four favorite movies of all time. Charlie and I both really wanted Wild at Heart, and it is February. Why not? You got to so put that up there. there's that. We're going to, and then I snuck in Lost Highway. Let's do it. And uh, Lynch Oz. Oh, that's going to be fun. Lynch Oz uh, Festival Encore, um, which connects uh, Lynch's movies to The Wizard of Oz. And so that's the plan. We haven't cleared everything, but the vast majority of those have been cleared. And then I'm thinking we might even do a little Twin Peaks night in the lobby. Don't you think that would be a nice thing to do? Maybe even on the cinema screen. Well, we'll Brad is pumping his fists in celebration. I think Brad would at least come. Uh, I can't wait to see it's gonna be fun. Um, all those movies on the big screen. I've never seen I've seen Fire Walk with me on the big screen, but that might and that might be the only David Lynch movie I've ever seen well, on the big screen. And I was gonna say there's some you know, there's some things we're missing. You really wanted Elephant Man and that's not in that's not in the mix. Maybe um, one day. But we'll but you know, it's not the last time we'll do this. So yeah. this is the this is this kind of felt like a little bit more balanced. And we're, oh, Eraserhead is part of it too. Oh, that's a midnight because it's a midnight that's selection. Right. So lots and lots to see. And of course, you know, Firewalk with Me is one of my favorites. That's the one that I really would have liked yeah. to have seen. But I, you know, I this is you know we collaborate. Well, we I, work together. I saw Firewalk with Me on the big screen at the Sidewalk Cinema. So yeah, there you go. You know, I saw it um, on a sneak preview night when it was released. So there to an unsuspecting audience. Yeah, uh, totally unsuspecting audience. And I think I've talked about this before, but the audience reactions were hilarious. Yeah. And that because it was just people think about an audience for that film that were people who just wanted to see a free movie 
not people who wanted to see a David Lynch film. And it just, it went off the rails. I'm sure Hilarious. it was spectacular. Hilarious. Well, um, you're going to want to get tickets to all of those. You're going to want to know when they're coming up. That website again, sidewalkfest.com and then social media, sidewalk film, where you will post those show times and that full lineup when they're ready to be posted. So keep an eye out for that. Cool. Uh, that's it. That's it. Bye. That's it. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.